Welcome to Our Mortal World. Thank you for joining me today. In this episode, I will explain a bit about the Korean War. So how Korea became divided is a crazy story. On August 22nd of 1910, Korea was annexed by the Japanese Empire. Japan retained control until the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki in 1945, forcing a surrender and relinquishing control of the Korean Peninsula. Korea was officially liberated on August 15, 1945, and on the same day, three years later, finally got a strong government set up, so South Korea celebrates Independence Day on August 15th every year. Anyway, when the peninsula became free from Japan, the United States jumped into the south and the Soviet Union ran into the north, excited for a chance to spread its definitely very glorious communism. Now divided by the 38th parallel, the Communist Democratic People's Republic of Korea in the north and the Capitalist Republic of Korea in the south were both created. Both sides did not want to divide Korea, and still don't, but obviously they wouldn't have the same vision for a united Korea. Both sides had leaders who were slightly crazy and wanted full control of the peninsula. The tension between the two sides grew, and on June 25, 1950, 75,000 soldiers from the DPRK, that's North Korea if you didn't know, pushed across the 38th parallel and into the south. The North Korean People's Army took the southern capital of Seoul and occupied all of South Korea except for Busan in the southeast. This worried President Truman, as the United States was trying to prevent the spread of communism. South Korea filed for assistance from the United Nations, and the U.S. pushed the appeal through the U.N. The United Nations asked North Korea to withdraw from the South, but the appeal was ignored. And so, a plan to send in troops to assist the South was approved, and a team was sent in by July. The team consisted of soldiers from 16 countries. The United States, the United Kingdom, Canada, New Zealand, Australia, South Africa, Colombia, Thailand, Ethiopia, France, Greece, the Netherlands, Turkey, the Philippines, Belgium, and Luxembourg, whose troops were in the Belgian battalion because Luxembourg is tiny. The group would be under U.S. leadership. Many of the U.N. countries were not nearly as anti-communist as the United States, but the U.S. was powerful enough, so the other nations would follow its lead. The Korean War was the first war to be fought under the flag of the United Nations. The U.N. forces arrived, and were pushed back by North Korean forces, and had to hold the line around Pusan until more reinforcements arrived in August. American General Douglas MacArthur, who was leading the mission, now decided to play offense. On the 15th of September, the U.S. Marines' X Corps led an amphibious attack at Incheon, and by the end of September, Seoul was recaptured along with the rest of South Korea. The North Korean army retreated across the 38th parallel. That could have been the end of it, but General MacArthur had other ideas, which were approved by President Truman. The U.N. troops moved into the north on the 7th of October. In under a week, they captured the North Korean capital of Pyongyang. They moved on and reached the Yalu River, where Korea bordered China. China, afraid that they would just keep going, sent a quarter million troops to assist North Korea. To this day, China is North Korea's only major ally. The UN forces could not take on this added opposition, and were pushed back into the south. By January of 1951, the North Korean and Chinese troops had captured Seoul once again. 
In March, Truman told MacArthur that he would begin ceasefire talks. MacArthur went his own way and threatened China with expansion of war and showed no signs of wanting a ceasefire. He wanted a full-scale war against China and pushed to use the atom bomb against them. He was dismissed by Truman for insubordination and re replaced with General Matthew Ridgway. In June, more UN troops were sent in, allowing them to push all the way back to the 38th parallel, where the front was stabilized. Peace talks tar started in July, but the two sides could not find a compromise. The fighting continued, and in the air, U.S. pilots were fighting Soviets, flying Chinese fighters, and wearing Chinese uniforms. Eisenhower became president in 1953 and searched for an end to the war. Finally, in July, an armistice was signed at the Pam Munjom on the 38th parallel, a full two years after peace talks began. A demilitarized zone was set up along the border between the two nations, which still stands today. Thank you for listening. If you're interested in the video version, make sure to check the link in the episode description. And I will see you in the next one.